The drama rolls on in this NBL 24 season. Damon Lowry is back in the building and there's plenty to unpack this morning. Perth owner Craig Hutchison's thrown his support behind him, battled coach John Rilly as the Wildcats slide continues. The Bullets, haven't they turned their season around? Two in a row after losing four and New Zealand finals last year, but they've got some real work to do at the moment. They sit bottom off the table after round five. Plenty coming up on NBL Now. Great to have you with us this morning on NBL Now. Joel Peterson alongside the man who's been running rain, hail, shine, snow, rainbow, whatever condition you're out there, Damon Lowry. Good morning. Good morning, man. You better believe I am. The tougher the how was the tougher the tougher I become. How was New Zealand and the the trip over there with the the kangaroos? Yep, it was awesome. First time to the South Island in in Invercargill and Queenstown. It was beautiful, man. Um, didn't realize I was that close to Antarctica. You certainly found out pretty soon enough. We'll talk about uh, the team from that part of the world very shortly. But uh, the big story coming out of round five was, of course, the Perth Wildcats that lost to Brisbane. Uh, They were one of 18 from downtown at one point. They trailed by as many as 20 in that third quarter. They rallied late to make it close, but never really looked like it. Um, Perth owner Craig Hutchison yesterday spoke out in support of John Rilling, saying he is our coach. Um, Quite aside from that being a literal statement of fact, uh, good organisations throw their support behind their people in these instances. And whether they go ahead to make a change or not, uh, I think that probably would have been pretty valued over there. What did you make of uh, Craig Hutchison's comments yesterday? Yeah, he had to come out and say that. I mean, not that John really feels... The John really that I know, that I've played with, is one of the most confident humans walking around. He does not lack self-belief. And he's that one guy that if once they turn this thing around, if they do turn this thing around, he'll have his chest poked out so far, man. So yeah, I, I like what Hutchie did. Came out and throw support behind him because... The army is over there just yap, yap, yapping the army. So um, he had to let John know he had his back. And how do they turn it around, Damon? I mean, from your observations, what's what's holding them back at the moment? I think it's a collective, a collective direction. I think it's too many different guys playing in different directions. Like, they, they, there should be a hierarchy in the team. And it's Bryce Cotton and everybody else. Now, everybody else can play. It can't contribute. But if they don't get Bryce on board, they, they can only go so far. And Bryce got to take it upon himself to stop shooting so many bricks. Bryce, Brian, you cannot, they can always blame the offense. You can always blame the structure. But if you open, you got to shoot the ball to make the, make the shots. Bryce is shooting a very, very poor percentage right now. And no matter what offense you run, you got to make shots. It's just not falling his way at the moment. Um, Jordan Usher's an interesting one. He started out the season on fire, 35 points on opening night. He had the Red Army absolutely in raptures over there at RAC Arena. Um, You fast forward a few games, he's got the worst plus minus in the league. He was all but benched in that final quarter um, on last Saturday. Uh, Do they need to make a move there or do they persist with Usher in that that squad? I'm going to persist with Usher. You make me want to leave the world away and start a new relationship with you. This is, no. Um, <laughs> Usher is still a really good player. The problem is, and let me just back up just a second, that plus minus stuff, I'm not, I'm not here for that. 
He's averaging 15 points a game. He's shooting 50% from the field. He's fine. It's just like I said, it's a collective decision direction that this team needs to go in offensively. And it would help if they play some defense so they, so they can get out in transition, get some easier points. They're doing it too hard right now um, on the offensive end, and it's because of their defense a lot of the times. Might be a few uh, players-only meetings and some confessions from Usher across uh, the course of the week. Uh, the Bullets rolled them on Saturday night. They lost four in a row, then they won both games last weekend. So they beat Perth in Perth, undermanned, no Shannon Scott, no Aaron Baines, and then they go home and they roll Tassie as well in a in a really impressive performance. What does it show you about um, their growth under Justin Shuler? Yeah, I said last week, these guys got pride and they're dangerous. I, I didn't think, and I still don't think they will make that six, but on their day, they can beat anybody. And Justin Shuler has came in and rebranded the entire organization. Stu Lash, they, they, they cleaned house a little bit, got rid of some loose ends, some dead weight. And now what's left are guys that are buying into Justin Shuler, Greg Vandenjack, and Daryl McDonald's message, and they're looking pretty good. Especially at the defensive end, which is where they sort of really, I guess, buttered their bread so far this season. And, and I think no better illustration of that than Sam McDaniel at the weekend. Bring a Sam and Daniel into the starting lineup. I initially thought, why would you bench Chris Smith? But I can see why. And also, DMAC, I'll take you back to 1994. They North Melbourne Giants won the grand final playing a 2-3 zone. And a lot of coaches turn their nose up at zones. If they do practice against it, it's only for five minutes. So any team that plays an extended amount of zone, I think is going to give teams some trouble. And the Brisbane Bullets are mixing it up really well. Yeah, they did a lot on Saturday night, so they're really throwing some some different things at teams, which is which is good to see. Uh, the the New Zealand Breakers, uh, you've been over in the land of the long white cloud, Damon. Um, they speaking to Liam on on Friday on NBL now. I think we both probably forecasted that that it looked that New Zealand might lose both games, especially with the Zyland Cheatham injury uh, against Adelaide. Are they running out of time to to get things going? Yeah. Yeah, yes and no. I was in New Zealand. It was all happening. The All Blacks were in the grand final. Um, everybody's talking about the breakers. And with Zyland going down, that's a big blow. But they still got a lot of talent. And Modi Maor is a great coach, and he don't make any excuses for that group. That team just needs Will McDowell White to pick it up. And they came out and said preseason that Mango Matiang was better than Derek Parton. I thought they were concussed when they said that. But they're going to have to get him and Dane Pinot doing a much better job to fill that void. I really like the Anthony Lamb pickup. I'm not going to push the padding button yet with the Breakers. They've only played, I think, five games. they still got time. Is there an argument to say that things probably just haven't gone their way? I mean, it's the schedule, that plus they've played less games than, than other teams, of course, with the, the NBA trip in there as well. But uh, they didn't have Will McDowell-White in the early part. Then in the second game, they didn't have Cinderlaney. And then they come back and they... You know, they're, they're fatigued in that game against Melbourne United. And then they lose Chitu in the neck. Like, it's just not broken their way this season at all. Can't catch a break. The breakers. They, hey, look, the NBL versus NBA, as cool as it was, as novelty as it is and all that kind of stuff, I think it's bad for business. I don't want to be the team going over there, traveling all those time zones to get over there and battle against these dudes and then come back. And I'm behind the eight ball in the competition that really matters. 
If it was up to me, I would scrap the NBA, NBL games, maybe bring it in maybe every couple of years or something. But, yeah, New Zealand's definitely copping the brunt of that. And they have to play catch-up from here. Hasn't uh, worried the Cairns type fans too much on the other side of things. They're going okay uh, at the moment. Um, we're a quarter way through the season, so we're at the at the quarter pole. Um, the awards races are always interesting at this at this time of year. Just to frame things up, you sort of the season started to settle into a little bit of a rhythm, and you, you you're finding out a little bit more about where teams are. We've got a, a reasonably representative sample size of things now. Um, who do you think would be sort of leading the way for MVP in your mind, Damon? Man, it seems to change from game to game. One minute, Milton Doyle is looking unstoppable. And then he goes into his, you know, occasional casualness. Um, Nathan Sobey has been rock solid from, from start to, you know, from start to finish. Leading the league in scoring, although he just slipped behind Parker, Jackson Cartwright. And then you got Big Sauce. Um, Alan Sauce is like 19 and 10, 19 and 10 in 22 minutes. Mike Kelly, Mike, if you're, if you're awake, it's early. What the hell are you doing only playing Sauce 22 minutes? This dude could average 30 and 15 if you play 30 minutes a game. Um, and also like my little man, my little big man, Jordan Crawford. So, um, right now it's really tight, but I'm going to give the edge to Big Salsa, Big Sauce. Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing some great things and, uh, of course, winning. Winning cures all ills and he's doing plenty of that at the moment too, is Alan Williams. But it's going to be a fascinating race as we uh, as we go down the line. Um, of course, big round this weekend, uh, Indigenous round in the NBL, uh, also in the WNBL, which kicks off this weekend. So both uh, competitions had their, their launch at uh, Loom Melbourne yesterday. Uh, a huge event to, to launch those jerseys and a big round upcoming. Um, it, it's it's hugely important. Before we talk about the jerseys, Damon, just the notion of Indigenous round, I mean, it, it's done so well across all sports now, um, but to recognise the, the contribution that, that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples make, not only to, to our game, but to society more broadly, uh, it's, a, it's a really important part of the season. Long overdue. Great initiative. Here to stay. I'm here for it. Um, in my workplace where I'm at, um, we have the flag in here flying. So, yeah, like there's no – you can't ignore the contribution um, the, of the Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander people. Good on them and good on the leagues. All the leagues that's in the – every sporting code is doing it. Um, every every team has a specially designed jersey working with Indigenous artists this season. Have you got a favorite? I do. Now, all of them are sweet. Every single one of them are sweet. And I'm colorblind too, Joel. didn't know if you know. Some of them plays tricks on my eyes, but I cannot go past the uh, the Illawarra Hawks for the second year in a row. They're my favorite jersey. Um, so yeah, like I said, all of them are great. I don't know what colors all of them are, but they look great. I'll uh, I'll the, the Hawks is pretty solid. I'll go with Perth. They're doing something right at the moment. The Wildcats, <laughs> and it's their jerseys, the uh, the the Perth jersey with the the red, black, and the yellow. Uh, of course, in the colors of the. Aboriginal flag is uh, is is pretty special, and uh, the bullets as well. The the blue and the orange really jumps out. So uh, a couple of the better ones, and we'll see the bullets in action Thursday night against uh, uh, against Southeast Melbourne as well. With Big Aaron Baines hopefully returning to their lineup. Damon, another big week. Enjoy it. Look forward to seeing you across the weekend. Do the same, man. Catch it. Plenty more NBL now coming up across the week, and of course, stay tuned to the NBL app and the NBL website for all your news as it breaks.